Blog Talk Radio. I don't need you with a bad leg doing a Brent. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. Hey, I'm here with Iron Mike Tyson. What did you think of the Royal Rumble match? What do you think of Stone Cold? Intense, man. Cold Stone is my man. He won. Gallows, Anderson, nerds. Yeah, we are driving. What's next for the Battle Club? Um, well, I think Prince Devitt, or, uh, <laughs> World Domination. There you go. I think Finn Balor's going to win the Elimination Chamber for one day. Mark Henry going right to Ahmed Johnson. And Mark Henry is handling the big Johnson with those clubbing tree-like arms. McMahon, i got a question for you. What's that? What's the name for the two bomb angels? Uh, unfortunately, I... Uh, I can't speak Japanese all that well. I mean, I might want a date later tonight, and I might want to approach one of these girls. What do I call them, a bomb angel? No, let's call the one in the ring pink, and the one out on the apron, let's call her red, I guess. Oh, that's real clever. Well, what else are you going to do? Pink in the ring, the pink angel. Who's going to win the Royal Rumble? Yeah, the British Bulldogs have got a history in Royal Rumbles, and tonight I'm going to remake history by winning this night's Royal Rumble tonight because I'm bizarre. This is WrestleCast Radio with your host, Ryan Cook. Three, four weeks in a row on SmackDown. The Bloods and Brothers of the Usos would wrestle, and then they would cross paths with the next team would wrestle in the following match. Yeah. And now the Usos are wrestling the New Day. Did they forget? Like, once again, who doesn't read this stuff? That's, oh. Oh, man. I'm so mad. And Alex Mello. You know, we're doing a last man standing match, a garage or uh, garbage can match, <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> ambulance in a pole match. You know, like... Can you escape death match? Like, are we even going to even get that showdown where Braun finally goes over? I think that's a bigger passing of the torch. Instead of Brock and Roman, it should be Brock and Strowman. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, coming at you, episode 74. <laughs> what were you laughing on? That needs to be Hiromu versus everybody. That's just that's just how it's going to be. Hiromu Takahashi versus everybody. I, I thought I was going to have to give him a eulogy after the, the intense main event on night two of Battle of the Super Juniors. But boy, howdy, uh, did that match live up uh, not only to my expectations, but I'm hoping yours as well. My God. Yeah, I enjoyed Wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Wrestling so much is back. It's back. Look, and it, let's 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 get, we'll build everybody Woo! up here on a, a billion second. dollars or not. This is <laughs> worth your time. Yeah. Well, then that's, that's going to be we're, that's three different topics we'll get into tonight. So we'll we'll set this up accordingly. Third fall, obviously, we're going inside the universe. Raw SmackDown. Alex alluded to the Fox thing. Um, he brought up a good point that I want to get into for sure. Who are the five guys that could stand to get an excursion like New Japan does? I think that's a tremendous question. I'm saying it now so we can tease it for later in the show. Um, yes, yes. Obviously, five, the, the Fox $5 billion thing we'll get into right after break here with news and rumors. I am sick to my stomach of this thing. Um, I want to get Alex. <laughs> I'm just 
once again all over again. <laughs> like I, I'm trying to see if I'm blowing things out of proportion as per normal, or it's another one of those no Ryan, you're okay to complain and rant. So we'll go from there. Middle of the show though, God bless America. I mean, excuse me, God bless Japan. Because the best yeah. of Super Juniors, three shows in the books, three shows have blown me away, Alex. I am, I am just marveled. And You're you know, I, good, sir. To take night two and even for partially night one, those could be on my my show of the year list right now. I mean, man, night two, I, I don't, I didn't have anything more than three and a half. I mean, <laughs> it was. It was <laughs> And and it was three and a half because I was I set myself with too high of expectations, I think, or I would have went higher. Spoiler alert for those who know what I'm talking about. So we got a lot to get into, but we're definitely talking best of the Super Juniors. Uh, middle of the show, we're three nights in. There's already stories being played up that I'm excited to talk about and pick Alex's brain. Uh, as he mentioned, we'll talk the purchasing. Uh, also, New Japan's new president, we'll talk that. A... Retired wrestler is already back. I don't understand this one, so I want to get Alex's thoughts on this. Champion, champion what, at the Ric Flair, or Mick Foley. Which one? Ah, uh, you have to you have to stay tuned to find out who that is after break. <laughs> Rick uh, is the segment called the Rick Foley. <laughs> Rick Foley. Rick. It's either Rick Foley or it could be Mick Flair. <laughs> oh man, a flair um, for the cage. Uh, WWE could give us champion versus championship at TakeOver 3 Chicago. Uh, we'll talk about that in case no one's heard about it. Also, um, we were going to do a women's uh, draft on Saturday. Uh, situations came arise where we couldn't do it. And because of that, I might have lost one of the women that I was projecting on my card. Ooh. So I'm going to ask Alex if I can keep this woman if I decide to draft her. And also, we'll, we'll get you a new date on that as well. Uh, so we have a lot of fun to talk about. It's going to be a long show today. Could be good. Could be less complaining than normal, especially when we get to the third fall. But I am, I am so excited to talk about the best of the Super Juniors. Almost excited, Alex, as you are to tell these fine people about FML Solutions and the fantastic deer stand you can pick up oh, this yes. spring. Alex is going to tell you about it. We got another terrible wrestling theme to lead us back in. When we come back, news, rumors, the entire world of wrestling is at our feet, and we're going to come crashing down on it until it hurts inside, or whatever Rick Derringer said. Don't go away. WrestleCast Radio. Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative deer stand. Most people would consider this illegal. 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 What was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate, Baby, you get strong style media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company, and I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. 
For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got WrestleCast. We got your sports knowledge covered with SportsCast. You like movies? The pop culture is where it's at. And for all your local hip-hop, so the sound radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Tune, and that more. We are Strong Style. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. You won't see these folks at the post office. They have businesses to run. They have passions to pursue. How do they avoid trips to the post office? Stamps.com. Mail letters. Ship packages. All the services of the post office right on your computer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com today. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of The Pop Culturist on the Strong Style Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out the Pop Culturist archives on Blog Talk Radio, search bar, Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates. What are we looking at here? Lists all over the safety thing. Third-party background check for drivers. 24-7 trust and safety team. Critical response line. All right, List, you can play at this game. What if we had a safe word? What about boba? No. But if you actually wanted boba, it's got to be more exotic. What's your wife's name? Oh, Barbara? Safe word's Barbara. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> Cast Radio. I uh, first and foremost should apologize as we have uh, people from Japan liking our tweet for the show. I apologize that you had to hear Deuce and Domino. Uh, maybe I should have thought that through better. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that was just going to be for us, and then I'm like, well, wait a minute, that was that. Don't worry, we got a good gig coming for you. The gimmicks are, are only for the, uh, the Super Junior Tournament, but when Jax uh, comes back and, and creates wrestling figures for New Japan. Um, oh. Do you think they'll have a special elite version of Yo's outfit, the white <laughs> and, and and red Ultimate Warrior Tito Santana S type uh, gear <laughs> with with the red strings hanging off of one? Like okay, I was, I, when he did that, I said, "Oh, cool, he's going back to when he was Yohei Komatsu, part of uh, the Tempura Boys when they went on their okay. excursion. That was what his gear looked like, but it was like black and yellow, but." I didn't realize how pasty white Yo was compared to Show when he was wearing that silver gear. I'm like, oh my god, that's like what I would look like if if I wore silver gear when I didn't tan for wrestling. I'd look like a milk bottle. 
Oh, you and me both, sir. And I'm Hispanic, and I still look like a milk bottle. He is Hispanic, damn it. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things, too, that, you know, not to get into New Japan right off the bat, but, you know, we talked about some of these guys. When, when Shotanaka came out and he had his own T-shirt, his own New Era snapback, he wasn't doing the Rapungi 3K stuff, uh-huh. but he, he looked just built and, you know, he was tan and cut and he had, you know, his high voltage gear. He is going to be a star. And I know we kind of talked about that. I don't want to get too much into it now, but like, not, like, I hope if they that happens. But show, yeah, I and think that's has like, the, the bigger approach. He's like, like who, who I meant to say in that text last night. I think that's the guy. If they don't rocket ship him now, if they don't Roman Reigns him now, that's the guy in two years that could beat Okada. Like the passing of the torch, but. Okada will only be 32, so I guess that's really a, a redundant <laughs> statement. But still, you know, like the new guy, if you will. Like, no big deal. Okada's not even in his wrestling prime yet. So that's not like the greatest wrestlers I've ever seen in my I'm life or anything. Come off the pasture. It's, only, it's only been, what, 700 plus days. I mean, you know, I thought this guy's been wrestling since like, 20 years. Out of your yesterday's news, all right? Why don't you go home while you're still healthy? <laughs> you know, some you know somebody brought this up too, and I I know this is going to get tangent based, but whatever. Um, you know, somebody mentioned that you know New Japan, if if that they should have never let Okada work all in for the fact that you know Okada didn't even work World of the World shows. Uh, we all know that Okada's doing this because he's doing it as a favor to the Young Bucks because he's such good friends with them because of the TNA thing. But uh-huh. do you think even if they didn't want Okada to do it, he's just like, do you know who I am? Like, I'm going to go work that show. What, are you going to fire me? Like, is like if Okada, I'm not saying he did that whatsoever. Like, you know, there yeah. was, this was the guy who the company wouldn't let date anyone when he first was starting in the company. Um, with this title run because they wanted him to seem available to all the women, you know, kind of like, kind of like the Rapunzel three K. three K just put out a book where they're like, like sitting around with their shirts off, like reading books and like having fun, to, like and doing things like that. They're selling to women. Like New Japan's smart, and this is a good way we can. That's how we you do know, we can strong style take... media. Yeah, oh man, that would be one of the worst photo shoot calendars <laughs> ever. <laughs> We got we got a starving Ethiopian for January. Yeah, oh I don't even want to stay during those winter months. Yeah, Elijah's <laughs> our only saving grace. We got Jordan's we, hair. We got my smugness. We we got young Eric Bischoff coming in here in Jordan with his hair. <laughs> we we just take our heads and put them on Elijah's body for different months. They're like, why does they we all look the same? We just half pint has bad luck following. <laughs> oh my gosh! But uh, but like they so they have them doing that and everything. But you know, I, like I said, I'm not saying he did. But you think if they would have asked Okada to not do it, I mean, you know, if you're Okada, you're like, look, I'm going to do this show. I, he was adamant. Apparently, is he asked to do all in? So like, are they really you know, are they really not cool with him doing this, or are you just no, is this a re- I, like a rhetorical I, question? 
Yeah, rhetorical question. You know, okay. there's, you know, okay. obviously we still don't know what's going to happen with the Cow Palace until Dominion's over because they're treating it as, you know, the U.S. They're treating as as New Japan proper shows now. So it's okay. it's one of those things where that's why they haven't got a card yet. I, you know, I mentioned last week when you were over that I think it they still will sell fine. It's just people are waiting to hear the card. You know, the fact that it four thousand, mm-hmm. you know, a, a five hundred thousand dollar gate or whatever before anything went on sale or any matches when I was huge, but you know, I just wonder if they're like, gosh, we're not selling tickets. Kenny Omega is running a official new Japan show in Orlando for that video game convention that they can't sell tickets for either. And then, you know, ring of honor did 1800 tickets or whatever in Chicago. Like it wasn't as, as much as normal on these world of worlds and Okada didn't work any of these, but Okada's working all in and they do 10 K tickets. So it shows Okada's drawing power, I think partially, but if that's the case where, you know, I think if it's more of an excitement, I, I think it's like, I would say 65, 35 in that instance, or maybe, I mean, oh, trust me, Okada is amazing, but I mean, I, I don't know if that's the reason why it went 10,000. I mean, we, Okada, we already had in the States and we know that sold yeah. out quickly, obviously. But, but where I'm going is, you know, the fact that he, that's the show he chose to work over here and he's not doing the other ones and they're not selling. Mm-hmm. You know, if if Kadani was like, hey, man, we'd like you to not do it, you know, what do you do if Okada says, I'm doing it regardless? I mean, you kind of just go, all right, well, just wanted to tell you what I thought, and you just walk away. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, you you have a sounder for this. You pay the man his money. You know, and, and – where, I'm, I'm, where the heck did it go? Here it is. Here it is. Pay that man his money. <laughs> you know, and it makes me think of back to what we talked about last week. Is once again, why doesn't Roman Reigns do this? This doesn't make sense. We're not doing this. Like, and it, it that's what stems back to it from our talk from last week. Is it's like if they were to ask him to not do it, he would have laughed at them and said, "All right, what are you going to fire me?" You know, I know, I know it would never get that way between the two because Okada seems way too cordial and by the book and New yeah. Japan runs such a company, nobody's going to care. But, like, it just goes back to that alpha male thing that we talked about with Roman, and that's where I wanted to get with this. And it just made me think about it. Uh, New Japan, anyway, back on track here. Sorry for the, that rant. New Japan has hired its first non-Japanese president. Yeah. Uh, his name is Harold Mage, I believe. He's a 50-year-old, 54-year-old Dutchman. He speaks like 13 languages, including being fluent English. He's fluent in Japanese. He lives in Japan. He was the president of that Tommy Toy Company or whatever it was, like when it started yeah, going out of business. Yep, or T-M-O-M-Y. Yep, yep. And he brought them out of it into like extreme money, and then he left. I guess he's really good friends with Takaki Kadani as well. Okay. So it sounds like this is a good move. And he's, you know, he said things that, you know, I'm an avid wrestling fan. I will put our product up against any product in the world. We're a much better company, wrestling wise and driven with our characters than the WWE. And that's why we want to globally expand. Our wrestlers are better looking wrestlers too, which is why we have so many women at our shows. Um, you know, he said all the right things. It felt like that he's going to do good things, this company. So you take a guy who's driven like he is and, and who has succeeded in everything he's done. 
uh, Takaki Kadani, who's came in and basically made the Okada era, which has been a renaissance for New Japan and made this company the number two, and to some people, the number one company in the world. You have the best booker on the planet in Gato, and you have the number one pro wrestler alive for the last five years in Kuzuchika Okada. And you still got the Bullet Club and Kenny Omega. <laughs> Let's not forget that. Yeah. That are selling, selling in Hot Topic. I just went to Hot Topic today and, and got my LIJ. Yeah, and LIJ and, you know, Jericho in there, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Where do you think this goes for New Japan now? I mean, do we do you think we see anything in the next year? Is anything going to be dramatically different? Or is it going to be one of those things where we keep seeing that New Japan just yes. continues to do the right things, but it's not going to impact anything that's going to make WWE panic? I mean, it's it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, I, I don't foresee anything until the year 2020. I mean, they still are in the process of opening up the West Coast Feed, the West Coast Dojo, if you will. Ring of Honor is, is opening up a new dojo in, you know, in Maryland. I'm sure they, they will coincide with some training, you know, aspects or some of the schools, I'm sure, relationship that those two companies have. I think this is, uh, again, things that are looking more so in a five-year window. Again, they're, they're, they're building to try to become that number two promotion, you know, where it's legitimately becoming, a, you know, everyone would joke ECW was becoming a threat here, here, and here with all the tape trades and the marks and, you know, all that stuff back in the late 90s. Um, this has, a, a again, a, a feel to that. You know, this is sparking a new wrestling renaissance. Wrestle-sance, sorry. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, essentially, what's what's cool about this is, yes, he is saying and, and knowing what to do and the right things. This is the guy that will get you that TV deal that's not on Fox. That'll probably be, you know, hopefully not on, like, Spike or Paramount or CMT or anything like that. But they'll find a, a residential home, you know, for New Japan Pro Wrestling. I mean, ESPN has a wrestling relationship, so who knows? Maybe, you know, they're looking for newer content as we know they've been struggling over the last a couple of years with viewership and content and what have you. Why not go into that niche standing like they did with ESPN2 back in the 90s and start, you know, airing some of this stuff? This is the money. This is the viewership right now. This is something that could spark and get over that two to three million as it builds up year to year. And business wise, like you said, I mean, this is a guy that that brought back a company and 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 made profitable where it was, you know, supposed to be, you know, dead in the water with the uh, the Tommy toys there. So I mean, this is again for something that's long term in the long run, and and they have a a multitude of talent that he's confident in that he knows can possibly become a threat for the WWE. Yeah, I, I agree. And if you look at just just recently before the Strong Style of All show, uh, March 25th, on the the uh, ESPN Deportes version of Sports Nation, you know, Kazuchika Okada yeah. was on there. Yep, yep. You know, which if you had told me, you know, three years ago, I would have laughed. You know, like, Okada's not going to be on this show. You know, and it was. I mean, <laughs> so I think it's a tremendous move. I, I think it's the right thing to do because this guy can negotiate with anybody, it seems like now, with all the languages. So mm-hmm. I, I love it. I love it. He's uh, the whole WWE, uh, whatchamacallit, commentators in one person. Yeah. <laughs> like all the commentating tables. Like Zan Pomeran. 
<laughs> um, did you know New Japan was sold to Ukes, the gaming company that's behind 2K17 and all that? They sold it out to Bushi Road in 2012. Yeah, that was when uh, Kadani took over and made Okada champion. That was but like Ukes, the whole. That's crazy. Yeah, because Ukes used to used to make um, all the Toku Retsudan games. Um, oh. That's and like the No Mercy engine, I believe that they use for WCW. Like, well, the WCW God, engine. So those came from Toku Retsudan. So Ukes made New Japan games, and then they made WCW games because of the New Japan connection with them. That's why, like, Ultimate Can we Dragon get those was in emulators. Oh, yeah, probably. I still have my PS One. <laughs> it's got like Ricky Choshu, Shinya Hashimoto, Liger, Muda. I think Scott Norton's in the game. Uh, Masa Chomo's in it. Hiroshi yeah. Tenzan's in it. Uh, Kensuke Sasaki's in it. Who else? Shiroko Shinaka, Koji Kanemoto. There's 12 guys. There's only 12 you can play from, and those are 10 of them. I don't remember the last two. Which theme out of the 49 of uh, Chono's was on there? Um, the one where I think that it was, was one. fitted Yeah, I was just like, nee, 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 nee. and I think half the time it just started in the ring anyway. But then you could like, <laughs> you could get that ring announcer, the old school one, not like the cool like R&B singer looking dude with the with the multicolored hair. Like, you could get the old guy who had, like, buttons on his shirt. And you could also be Tiger Hattori in the game. Man, and, like, that's Tiger, awesome. Tiger Hattori did a, uh, a dragon suplex. Or I think a tiger suplex, one of the two. It was tight. But I still you know have, what would like, also be cool? As, as we joked about, or as I joked about, kind of a, about Jax kind of coming back. What if this is a, a gateway since he has ties to the toy industry that we get legit <laughs> New Japan action figures. Yeah, it's not crazy. You know, they would sell, they would sell like hotcakes. Get them made so we get there in January because I'm going to buy the whole line of them. Okada <laughs> <laughs> oh, delete with the robe. Oh my god! And that came with like money that you could drop from the ceiling. Man, I let's not talk about this because I'm gonna get my hopes up for nothing. Lij, you got the mask and the suit that you could take off of uh, uh, Naito. Bushi comes out in his best of the Super Junior Night Three with the top hat and the suit that he wore. With it. <laughs> Man, and then Evil comes with a huge sickle. Take Alex, my money I don't have now. Pre-order yeah. that shit. <laughs> Stuff. Sorry. Whoops. <laughs> so excited. So excited. <laughs> It's, hey, that's what happens when we get into this. I mean, um, you know, speaking of Jax, uh, let's let's go to a more confusing route. They're already planning on turning Nia Jax heel. It Ugh. sounds like what? What do you? What was the point of WrestleMania? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So is that the common question of 2018 so far? What was the point of WrestleMania? That's See, this what is it all boils I... down to, Ryan. This is how I bring us down from the excitement of something we've been talking about. <laughs> so, the talk is Nia Jax may align with Stephanie McMahon, and that's the reason for the Rousey-Nia Money in the Bank match to build the Rousey and Stephanie at SummerSlam. Do you care? No, because that's the match you want to build towards your August pay-per-view. But I guess you they, they want to make this, you know, the, the number five pay-per-view of the year, but... 
I don't care, to be honest with you, because I didn't think she was a quote-unquote face during that run with Alexa Bliss. Yes, Alexa Bliss was very bitch-ish. Sorry, Katy Perry. Uh, <laughs> but she was very, you know, on that mode. But as was Nia Jax, I mean, she was totally throwing shade and, and being a little um, cocky, if you will, you know, with some of those backstage segments. So to me, it just, you know, she kind of straddled the line there. It was just, you know, they, she was just thrusted into that position. But do it longer than a month and a half. I mean, good God, it's already yeah. bad enough. We have a month. A month buildup, uh, Ryan, by the way, till Money in the Bank. I was like, oh, we have two weeks. My God, we have so much time. Yeah, not only is it a month, but I think t- tomorrow night they'll probably get the last Money in the Bank. So the Money in the Bank will already be done. All right, we yeah. got all eight. Comp- now, how many multi-man matches are we going to get? Let's see if they exactly. New Japan. You know what they should have done? A la New Japan, night three, no commentary. They just had qualifying matches at house shows. So we didn't need all these multi-three or four-man matches for one spot. <laughs> Stretch it out. So That's what the network my... is for. You're not wrong. You're not wrong 100%. Make it exciting it for the consumers at the house shows and watching for your nine ninety nine. I... I remember back in the day they used to do rumble qualifiers at house shows. Like I watched yeah, yeah. Hassan qualify by beating Chris Jericho at a house show. It's as, as wow. random as that is. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that brings me to this question. Are they already planning on having Ron? So Rousey's got to lose, right? Yeah, I would hope so. So she loses her like third ever match. I guess now there's talks that she might start wrestling on Raw as early as this week. Otherwise, right after Money in the Bank or something. But well, she's been doing tag matches lately. I mean, you know, just trying to get her into that that set. If she loses the Nia Jackson Money in the Bank, is she gonna not talk about it like when she lost to Holly Holm? (laughs) She's gonna try to go back in time or say that she can't go back in time. It's going to make for some awkward-ass interviews. Going back in time, uh, supposedly Rich Swan decided to retire, and now he's working the impact tapings. Is that retirement just a quick, let's just cover it up? And now, you know, now he's obviously working impact. Sue Young, I believe he's the... He is Rich Flair. <laughs> Sue Young is the impact women's champion, I believe. So is this them just bringing him in to work with his wife to show everyone that yeah, everything's about to say, good? This is a storyline that's brewing. They're they're, they're going to do the Mike Canellis bit done right over in TNA. They're going to carbon copy the Canellis connection and bring it to the uh, the Swans there, and then actually work it how it's supposed to be done correctly. Now I'll ask you this: How do they work the Rich Swan dancing character with his wife, who acts like a, like a zombie? who has blood all over her clothes and, and like, face paint, and it looks like a dying person. Like Obviously, when he's at a discotheque late at night dancing, as we all know he can do best, the vampire bride comes in and bites him on the neck, and he only dances when commanded to. Let's go. It, hey, it's better than watching a No Way Jose Conga line in a pay-per-view with Worldwide. By the way, <laughs> shout out to Tiger for screwing me. Alex, check your Snapchat. Uh, I thought the Ryan Uh-oh. Cook Elite was there, and then I moved the box, and it was Dana Brooke. I just saw O-O-K-E. Oh, that one, yes. Yes, I did see that. Uh, I was uh, like, oh, it is the technical legend. 
Uh, speaking <laughs> of technical legend, uh, Angzo Amori, of course, uh, the, the case has <laughs> been dropped. Do you think we, and, and of course, you know, Enzo Amore, you know, kind of going on Twitter showing his, his uh, beardless face, what have you. Do you think this opens up an opportunity now with Impact Wrestling or another? Why not, though? Who's trying to now, That's all I got to say about that. Don, Don Callis said never say never, but he was not very, not very uh, talkative about the segment. We'll just say that. That guy doesn't had, belong in the business. He had a ratings. Of, he's a piece of crap. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I guess. I guess. Okay. Putting that aside. Yeah, you're right. He draws ratings. And if he goes into Impact and people don't seem to care and he draws them money and he doesn't cause trouble, fine. More power to you guys. I won't watch the segments, but whatever. It's it's the same thing with the WWE, which we'll get into before we finish these segments. It's you know you're you're in a business to make money. So if he's yeah. going to make you money, let him make you money, right? Uh, Agreed. Yeah. Takeover take Chicago 3. There is talks that we may see a champion versus champion match in the likes Whoa. of North American champion Adam Cole taking on UK champion Pete Dunne. Whoa! Does that this do anything for you? You're damn right. <laughs> Are you now going to take over if that happens? I would have to give up a kidney, but yeah, I'll I'll go for sure. <laughs> if anyone wants to buy our Come kidneys, on, like, hey, mm-hmm. we want to go oh. see Pete Dunne, Adam Cole, uh, Alex. I I wanted to ask you. Obviously, we're we're going to be setting up the Let's women's fan. I'm all in for that Chicago event. <laughs> Ooh, I got a good all in question for you too. Um, Ooh. So potentially this Thursday, maybe if, if Kyle doesn't have Soda Sound Radio or next Saturday, one of the two, hopefully the sooner rather than later. I'm excited to do this. We're going to be running our women's 20 draft, building a super card like yes. we did with the Mets. Uh, so this week we'll have it done for you. Uh, one of the women that I was looking about booking on my card, Ayako Hamada, uh, for those of you, Grant, Grant Hamada's daughter, she was in Impact for a while. Um, she worked a lot of AAA She's been doing some Sendai Girls, I think, and maybe some Ice Ribbon. I can't remember the, everything out there in Japan. Um, she gets busted for drugs, gets kicked out of the companies, uh, now probably isn't wrestling. Am I allowed to still draft Ayako Hamada? <laughs> uh-huh. She had awesome matches with only Angelina. As the, only as the, uh, the mule of the match. Okay, okay. I was gonna say she had she had really fun matches with Madison Rain. Maybe on Wednesday's uh, oh, TNA conference call, um, when it's my turn to ask a question, I'll ask Madison how she feels about Ayako Hamada uh, getting busted for drugs, and then they'll probably Can't kick wait. me off the call. Wrestle <laughs> cancer. <laughs> Make it a mark. <laughs> you heard it. We're gonna be on WrestleZone Radio or WrestleZone.com. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I used to love that site until they uh, started garnering my phone with like viruses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your Android device needs a cleaning. Click here now. No, I don't. Stop doing that to me. Um, before we go to the biggest news of the week, do you have any other small tidbits, or you want to move into this Fox NBC thing to close out rumors and news? Uh, Cena and Nikki Bella are back together. Do anything for you? 
No. They say they're not going to televise their wedding, even though my first thought was like, oh, they're going to televise their wedding now. Uh, and apparently they've had some talks. Um, and, and apparently she says, allegedly, that they plan to be, uh, by next year, be wed and have a baby on the way. How Over much under, money that happens? How much money did the E Network pay them to get back together? Uh, seven hundred thousand dollars because that's more than we what she's making. Season four, a total balance. <laughs> uh, I will take the under that it won't happen. Nice. Uh, unless Respect. he reproposes at WrestleMania again. Unless Ziggler swoops in and you know. Yeah, becomes the hashtag he, heel. He, he's here to show the world. He's here to show the world. Come on, break it down, and then. Are you going to go kick. to? Uh, are you going to be in Chicago? By the way, June twenty third. Uh, no, should I be? Should be along with all of the WrestleCast Radio listeners. If you want to be a professional wrestler, Rise Wrestling will have uh, Tyson Kidd. Um, as they, they will be doing a seminar June 23rd from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Chicago Academy of Professional Wrestling. That's pretty damn awesome. You can check out more information at rise-wrestling.com backslash seminar. How awesome is, would that be? Is Derek Fearley going to be in it? I hope in the so. training? He's going to lead it. He's one of the teachers. <laughs> Demetrius said it was all the work for Total Bellas and they'll get married at WrestleMania next year. Oh, yuck. Okay, over and under, over or under, will the marriage last longer or shorter than Cena's match with Taker? <laughs> so each minute by months, I'm going to have to go under. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so big news coming out of the week. NBC gives WWE three times the amount of money to keep Monday Night Raw in USA, they, excuse me, do not want SmackDown. Fox swoops in, buys SmackDown. Five years, $1 billion. Alex, wow. I'm going to say my piece real quick, and then I want you to sound off on this so you can calm the masses or you can you can back me up, whatever you feel. I, I feel I might be a little crazy, but I think this is the worst possible thing that could happen for any professional wrestling fan. The WWE has had the worst six-month run I have seen them have. And this is after we they I think they won or almost won the biggest disappointment of 2017 for us. This has been worse. I mean, the match quality, I, I think I've only won over four stars once for the entire company. Last year, I had a five, two five-star matches by the end of the Rumble, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's just been catastrophically terrible. With them getting three times the money for Raw, a billion dollars for SmackDown, which NBC didn't even want. There was talks of putting it on the network to try to build network subscriptions until a billion dollars came this way. <laughs> the WWE has no reason to ever change anything they're doing from now on because what they're doing has made them the most money they've ever made in their entire life. It baffles me. It blows my mind that a wrestling company can devote to sucking and not care to fix it and become the most profitable. I mean, their stocks are up to $54 or something uh, per share. Now they're up like, like $15 or something, just some crazy number. Um, I think it's terrible. I don't think it's ever going to change now. I think in the next five years, we're going to see the same thing. 
with the WWE, it's it's got to be to the point where if, if people hate it as much as we may talk about hating it sometimes, we got to nut up and just stop watching it and make them change. Because as I said in our group text, this is getting to WCW 2000s for me, mm-hmm. where we saw in 2001, they had all the money in the world, but nobody cared to watch it. The, that new T, TNT guy or TBS guy was like, nobody watches this. I don't like it. Why are we doing this? And the company folded. I'm not saying the WWE is ever going to fold. I don't think it ever will fold. But they need to hit a rock bottom patch that they did in, in the mid-90s, mid to late 90s, that made them turn their product up to get something good. Otherwise, we need to just accept that the WWE is for the casual family and diehard wrestling fans are wasting their time watching this product. And we need to start devoting our time to, you know, stardom and progress and things like that and get away from this WWE because we're not, we're, we're, we're not helping the situation. That's my take on it. And that's why I'm so frustrated about it. Alex, what you got? Well, as we alluded to earlier, you know, new Japan is definitely making all the right moves as well as a lot of, Promotions. I don't even want to say independent anymore. Wrestling promotions that are making strides in the right direction that know the fans are tired of the product. You know what? Like you said, in five years, you know, it, it, it could be a dark time for wrestling. Hopefully someone over at Fox not, you know, just sees, uh, uh, you know, bringing back Mad TV so they can have wrestlers on Mad TV again, uh, a la the 90s. But but hopefully they have people that want to nurture this, that know there was a threat looming amongst the professional wrestling landscape. Because we have Osprey and Ish- Ishimori, pretty much, that we can watch for the next five years. We have ACH battling Flip Gordon in the next five years, we have a yo versus show. We got Bushi. We got Hiromu Takahashi. I mean, and that's just naming super juniors right there. And those are people that they want to watch matches of rather than the five hour bloke fest. That is the WWE that we are getting. And I just named matches from the first nights of the Super Juniors tournament there. <laughs> Hell, give me Yoshinobu Kanemaru. That guy's the yeah. rebel. That guy is your uh, – he's he's pretty much, I would say, I, I want to liken him, and this is going to sound weird, but he's just like the Arn Anderson of Suzuki-gun where he's just there to kick ass. He's the worker. But he'll put on damn good matches. My God, he oh. changed my view for these two uh, matches. But this is what, why I'm not too worried. Hopefully, something among, amongst that time, maybe Vince is too stuck with the XFL. Maybe he, he's just been cordial about this whole time and, and f- goes into that mold there and trips, <laughs> overtakes wrestling on, on, on Fox and on Raw. And maybe it builds up to something. But for now, there's alternatives, and that's a beautiful thing. Think of this as, as great of a business acumen that Vince has that we will always praise him for. How many stocks did he sell to fund the XFL? A lot, if I remember. How much would all of that be worth now if he didn't do it? A lot more than, than when he uh, sold them off, that's for sure. Like, wait a, this dude probably sold a million stocks at thirty dollars a piece, and now it's double that. Like that mm-hmm. dude lost 
a lot of money and even more money depending on the XFL goes. I just, dude, first and foremost, I am so glad you're on the, the Connemaro and hopefully Desperado train that I've been trying to get people on because those two guys are so good. Yes. They are so fantastic. Oh, I love it. I love I can't, this is why I can't wait to talk Super Juniors because now you're on board with Katamaro and Desperado. We already pre-talked Desperado and Taguchi. I mean, that match is tremendous. So Super Juniors is going to be fantastic. But I don't know. You know, Jordan mentioned – shout out Jordan Jessica Sportscast Radio with me tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Central Stand on Time. We have the Buffalo Bill Steven Kubica, 10-10. Uh, we yeah. have uh, a gentleman named Chase and a gentleman named Richard or Rich. I can't remember the last names. I apologize. They won't listen to this anyway. Uh, 11 o'clock tomorrow night, Vegas Golden Knights, 1120 Camp Bay Lightning. We got a loaded show tomorrow. Um, but anyway, back on the track. Jordan said, you know, what if NBC and their good writing for sports got into it to help write for this? It's never going to happen. That's what they have no, their own writing. No. Billy Kidman is going to be writing no, as an agent. They've had, no, because they've had that for what? The last 25 years since Ross been on USA? Minus what? Four to five? They've had those writers. They've had access. They've had Freddie Prince Jr., for God's sakes. It didn't do anything. <laughs> you know, and I, 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 like I said to Jordan, it's a good idea. I think it, it's a great idea, but they'll never implement it. Let's, let's be honest. Um, the reason why I'm bummed about it, too, because Fox got rid of Last Man Standing. Uh, no, sorry, Last Man on Earth, not Last Man Standing. Whoops. Uh, last Man on Earth, as well as... Uh, as well as Brooklyn Nine Nine, so I mean, and and Family Guy when it was good, like three times, Brooklyn, you know, they, they canceled. Did Brooklyn Nine Nine get a new season? I got picked up by NBC. That's okay. Um, what well, I'm trying to find this 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 tweet. Uh, yeah, the only thing I, I about the Fox deal was I was like, oh, they're gonna bring back a Mad TV for the fourth time. Just so they can have Will Sasso do some wrestling impressions. Shout out to Will Sasso. <laughs> There's a whole ton of stuff that I'm reading on here that I, uh, I'll have to read later. But um, I was trying to find this tweet. Let's see. Stock market prices last Wednesday were $39.78. Um, gosh, these numbers are crazy. Let's see. 2017 revenue was 801 million on estimate for on SmackDown around 155 million combined for small uh, average value now for on SmackDown which is 155 million could be at 500 million. There is a lot that I like. I'll I'll have to try to get all this down. Um, the guys over at WrestleNomics Radio on Voices of Wrestling they do like a business side of the thing, and mm-hmm. I'm just kind of. It's kind of getting over some of this stuff. Somebody said, at, hey, Vince McMahon, congrats on the deal. Can you give your employees health insurance? <laughs> um, but the, the two things I was trying to find on the voices of wrestling I wanted to read is one of the tweets said, imagine how much they could have gotten with a top star people like and good ratings. Ooh. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. But look at the talent they have on SmackDown. It's just, again, they, they're not utilizing – what they have instead of trying to emphasize a weakness that we know, which is their creative. Just have them go out and wrestle world wrestling, wrestling before entertainment. 
the real winner here is Paige, who took SmackDown to New Heights in just a few short weeks as GM. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is the one that I wanted to start to fight on that, that they tweeted about. It says, having to hear Joe Buck read SmackDown's ad copy through gritted teeth is going to be the best. Can you imagine that Sunday Night Football? <laughs> Talk about the WWE. Make sure, uh, Joe Buck, you got to check out uh, Shin, Sasuke Nakamura, and the rest of the AJ Styles on and SmackDown. The the yeah. <laughs> He's like, I wonder if Jesse Ventura is still there. First and ten, Brett, F- I mean, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <sighs> <Good God. laughs> um, that's all I got. Anything else you want? You got, or you want to get to this? Just imagine if John Madden was still calling games on Fox. At least I, he would be God. excited. He would be hyped for it. You know, back in my day, I liked to watch Mojo Rawley and pop boom, he used to hit him hard with boots. They're like, you can't we say boots. We got Moose. the <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, where's, uh, where's Moose? He played for the Falcons. Pop. <laughs> like, you can't talk about him. He's not with the company. Oh, my God. Moose. Wait. Was was Madden and, um, uh, oh, my God, who was his partner? Like, he was my favorite. Uh, Madden. Yes, Samara. What if they were the original Heenan and Gorilla of the NFL commentary team? We're going to let you people uh, peep on that one or choke on that, slap nuts. Uh, Alex is, Alex is uh, his name leading into, the, uh, into the, the studio here. Sounds appropriate, so we're going to take a break, come back. Best of the Super Juniors. Get your pen and paper out because you've got some high-quality matches if you haven't watched to start watching. There's been 12 tournament matches, and like I said, I've only put two of that three stars. Everything else is over. Guys, you've got a lot to watch if you haven't watched it. This tournament has been tremendous. We're only three nights in. we got another night tonight. I can't wait to keep watching this. WrestleCast, don't go away. Best of Super Juniors coming at you. Your late night hip hop and R&B podcast, Total Sound Radio, hosted by Kyle Halffine Adams, every Thursday night right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Catch up on your latest on hip hop and R&B, and hear Minnesota talent at 10 p.m. Central. But if you trust that the way I feel, I won't fold from the cards that you feel. Let's journey life together and make it worthwhile. Can't take it back like diamonds. See, my life is like a movie, no rewinding. Killing mics like I got a license. Victim, my belief don't have religion. Just a higher power. Who power? I'm not so happy with it. But I take a breath. Regain my back. Check my feet when I'm walking. See if it I seen it all more than I care to reveal. I'm always sure to clear the air for the real. That's why I'm aiming at the grill, man, because it's how I feel. Nobody being sincere. We need some changes for real. Again, that's Thursdays right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central. And if you're a musician, you want to get your music heard on the show, send the MP3 over to Soda Sound at strongstylemedia.com. Enut. Enut. This right here is Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I got to tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. 50, so I use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted to I, it. I know, but I'm 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 48, but I feel like I'm 26. I have a boner right now. I have so much energy. Like I actually, I, I'm I'm. And I took an Alpha Brain. I never do. I I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, 
and I want to bang, bang. Someone call a doctor! Hey, I'm Dr. Asking. What's up? He's been distraught ever since his friend smoked him last week in fantasy football. Now he's grabbed this post and he won't respond. He's got Luzonic plays. What is He's a loser. He's not a loser. Okay, he's a loser. What can he do? With DraftKings, he could have easily challenged his friend to a rematch. Okay, I can't. What are you doing? I can't see that. You need glasses. I'm also an optometrist. At DraftKings, you can play free private contests whenever you want. Strong Style Media presents Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all. With your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything, and I mean Everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, bobsled, survivor, and even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles in track and field. All right, maybe not that one, but from the college to the pros and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio. Ironically, Alex, as you came in with That's the flip the kicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the weirdest kicks in the world. Am I wrong? Come on. No, they're, they're fantastic. And, like, he'll spring to the top rope and kind of bleep, kick you, and then he'll just blast you. And you're like, hey. Yeah. How am I, I supposed help. to know to protect you? <laughs> hey, By the way, I just sent the that. group chat. <laughs> Join me at half pint. Um I sent the group chat. My <laughs> wrestle crate just came, <laughs> and I just got two badass T-shirts in my wrestle crate. Uh, one is oh, the Golden Lovers, and the other Whoa! one is Mega Fear. Nice. I'm gonna wear that every time I go into a public setting and hope people don't mess with me. <laughs> no, they still will. That's a tight Golden Lover shirt, though. <laughs> I got oh, rock and roll press earbuds. <laughs> um, I got it. Chuck Taylor and uh, Trent Barrera, best friend ever pin. down. I got a Old Warrior Hawk micro brawler. What is this? Nice. Uh, High Spots presents a complete moron's guide to how to man up. A Briscoe Brothers shoot interview. That's tight. (laughs) I got a Young Bucks window decal that's going to have to go in the back of my car. And last but not least, let's see what my uh, autograph 8x10 is for the week. Oh my Demtris! I just got a uh, Axe and Smash Demolition eight by ten. Oh, you lucky bleepity bleep! Yeah, this thing is tight. That's that's thanks. Uh, shout out to uh, Pro Wrestling Crate. Uh, you take care of me much better than your store takes care of Alex. Uh, and that's a shoot. <laughs> yeah, but we'd love to be is... for you to be a sponsor because you can get cool stuff like that at Pro Wrestling Crate. Next month's theme is the Women of Wrestling featuring Lita, Shayna Baszler, Rosemary, Vicky Guerrero, Tennille Dashwood, Luna Vachon, Barbie Blank, Candice LeRae, and Tessa Blanchard. Is that your uh, mock board? Is that a legit thing? No, that's my that's next month's pro wrestling crate. Oh, I was like, wait, I, I'll go see that. Wow, what? Oh, no, no, my my women's draft, as long as you... So here here's the thing that I looked at. Now, I'm not trying to get into this women's draft too much here i'm looking at my uh i have my my cheat sheet out right in front of me i have all 20 people that i need to draft to get on the show 
And then I have a list of random tag teams, six women tags, and singles women that I can use if people go away. So you're well, really one, confident that you're going to get all your people. I, I have nine <laughs> matches. Okay, so I have nine matches on the card. And okay. I think numbers 12 through 20, none of you will take. So I literally need to nail my first 11 picks, and I will nail this whole card. Now, the question is, I don't think I'm getting my first five picks. I don't think I'm getting my first – I think out of my – You pray I don't get that number one pick because that will mess up your whole order. Probably. Pro- my main event is my Dana first two Brooke picks. number one. Woo, woo. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Now, if that's the case, Demetrius gets picked number two and he takes, like, Lana – then I'll be good because then I get back-to-back picks and I'll take my next man. I can't oh, wait. I, to know, I know who your number one is. I'm, I can't wait to uh, block that. I hope Ooh. I get that. First, oh, I hope I get that first pick. So you think you know my number one? But we'll see oh, what happens. Uh, oh, this is totally like Edge's theme song. I, I definitely. <laughs> so I, I figure I I'll get two. Let's see. I should at least get four or five just because of the draft numbers out of my top 10 or 11, meaning that I get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I should, I should for sure get at least 14 or 15 of my top 20. And then I, I, just I, I agree. I agree. But then the problem is I, so two, four, there's six of them that I think you guys may take that are in my top three matches. So okay. you could completely dominate and disrupt the top of my card. Demtrius is taking Carmella number one. If that's the case, then I will <laughs> gladly take number three because then that way <laughs> I'll be good. God. <laughs> we, should just, we should just do this draft tonight. I'm so jacked to do this. I can't wait to do this draft. Anyway. I, I'm just happy and proud of myself off the head without looking at any web page. I came up with like 31 wrestlers. I was like, these would be in my pool. Hey, you, you top Demtris. Demtris said he barely cracked 20, and he knows a lot really? of wrestling. And he so apparently married twice. He's a fraud and doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry, Demtris. I'll give myself this one. That one. Minus five hey, as stars. As, as long as they get Bianca <laughs> Belair. That's, that's all I care about. Oh, there you She's go. She's the future, <laughs> man. She's the future. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> um, just said he's at 70 right now Okay, so he's actually topped my Good list Good God He was at 71 um, So we'll see what happens Must not be doing but too I- many sales <laughs> I'm excited You know, I got a couple tag teams I got a couple six-woman teams that I, I'm like, well, if I draft them I could run some cool six, six-man tags So I got a little bit I got a four-way lined up I have a gimmick match that I don't know what I want to gimmick it. I'm taking your route this time, Alex. If I get my main event, they make it an Iron Man for their for their stipulation. Ooh, I like it. For this. Hey, man, so, you, there might be a reincarnation of the Jumping Bomb Angels. That's all I'm going to say. I'm excited. Oh, I can't. See, we got to set up this stick, the stoop or water. We got to get this draft going because I can't wait. Hey. <laughs> Maybe we need to do it later. I don't know. But let's let's move in. Hour number two is 30 seconds upon us, and we're now getting into segment two. This could be a long show. Ooh. So uh, you're going to be occupied for probably the rest of your business day. Best of the Super the Juniors. Pyrocast lights. 
<laughs> has had three shows so far. How do you want to dive into this? Do you want to just go show by show? Do you think that's the is best this, way to is, go? Has these three shows been the better than the last two months of what we see on a weekly basis? Oh that's God, yeah. I Honestly, I, I yes, I would I would say yes. I, I'll tell you that these some of these shows have been better than a lot of those Road Two Dontaku shows that actually had title matches on them. Mm-hmm. Like you the take talent, away the time, the stories. My God. Take away like Jay White and and um, David Finley, the rest of that show was kind of booty. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't go most of my most of the stuff I had were two star specials on that. These shows have been, and even the undercards on the first two shows were fun. Like you know, with, with the Young Lions mixing up and Suzuki going to have wow. a mineral Suzuki working, and you know Juice mm-hmm. not in there. You know, there was there's been a lot of really good stuff. Obviously, I skimmed through that and I only took care of the Super Juniors aspect. Hey, but... Hanari, you eating that gotch pile driver. That was, that was a delight to watch. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was pretty sexy. <laughs> I was like, damn. I got to be right back. Who, well, who knows where he's going to be a year from now? He skipped an excursion because he had that torn ACL. They brought him out. And he's doing great. I mean, you talked about it yourself on, on one of those Road to Duntakus there. I think it was the April 2026 20, show or whatever. He had like a four-star match with Ishii. I mean, do you foresee it, something since we're on New Japan? I just had this thought. Agreed. He had a fantastic match with Ishii, the, the, the future and the now. Um, do you think, especially with them opening up a lot of American American territory on the West Coast with New Japan, that they might do excursions six months here, six months there, where they have a television set for six months, you know, say two or three years down the line, when they do get a deal where they have like a New Japan America and then New Japan. And again, they kind of swap in and out, you know, quarterly or biannually just to keep it I fresh. Don't, I don't think you should do it for that, for the reason of what happens if you oversaturate the market with it. And it doesn't draw. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only thing that scares me is you start running all these shows and then in America, and then they don't feel special anymore. Because that almost leads me to with what I said about the Cow Palace thing where, you know, we have all in. We have, mm-hmm. uh, we have the New Japan in Orlando at the gaming convention. We had Strong Style Evolve. We had four different War of the World shows. We have the Cow Palace, like I said. Like, you know, eight shows in like six months where you can see New Japan. So I just wonder if it, if it, you don't want to risk oversaturating it. I, I yeah, do but I think, think the all in. I, I think it's such a different beast. I think it's just it's it's a special well, event. This is a legit. But I think it's just they're they're a victim of circumstance where they have, like you said. New Japan, they had four nights, what, just a few weeks ago in, in America and Canada. Then you have, you know, the um, the all-in in left. September. You got July at the Cow Palace. So, yes, I mean, they, they've kind of oversaturated in this run alone. But I'm sure a year ago they weren't expecting maybe two of these events to happen, a la the Cow Palace and the all-in. So, and I'll say this. So, if you're like, okay, Ryan, you get to see Kazuchika Okada this year, but you can only pick one show. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to pick all in because it's closer. 
um, and it'll be a better card. So with that being said, I would skip Cow Palace. I would skip Orlando. I would skip War of the Worlds, even though he wasn't on it. Like, that's where I'm saying, like, yeah. I feel like, you know, people They're are having close. their... Fallen, I think, should have been in the fall, more so than, like, Labor Day weekend. I get the logistics of it, but yes, or they should have had the Cow Palace in, like, November. Yeah, or, yeah, or they should have... Or three months, or three months after March, yeah. Exactly. Now, Especially with them knowing all in, you know, was happening around. Yeah, there. they had to have known because their talent was booked on it. You know, Kenny Omega yeah. was on it. The Young Bucks were on it. Okada was on it. No, once again, that's not to say that after Dominion they announced the card for the Cow Palace, it doesn't sell the rest of the tickets. We don't know that. But it's it's just it's common knowledge that when you when you oversaturate, you know, it's it's the same thing we talk about with Monday Night Raw. We were so excited for Shinsuke Nakamura. We could not wait a year from now. We hope we get him and AJ. They've wrestled four or five times in like two months, and now it's like, all right, I get it. It's oversaturated. It's not special anymore. So that's the only thing that's... Um, but let's get into this, this Super Junior. Let's go night one. Let's start from the bottom up here. Let, let's just kind of go with it. Um, Alex, I told you that I gave a match four and three-quarter stars. I almost no. won five stars on a match on the best of Super Juniors night one. Wow. Um, do you know what match that was? That was Tiger Mask and... <laughs> uh, to be fair, Kanemaru and Tiger Mask, I did go three stars. Uh, Kanemaru gets the win. I thought Tiger Mask was going to win when he hit that Tiger Suplex, and then he hit that butterfly off the top rope. Um, Kanemaru kicks out on it. Little shenanigans. But Kanemaru, man, he's such a good, just solid hand to have. He gets the victory. Yes. Uh I know you're starting to get on that Kanemaru train. What do you think of Kanemaru Tiger Mask? And Tiger Mask, by the uh, way, looks better in these two tournament matches we both watched than he had all year in these multi-mans. I, I, that was the one match I didn't see was the, the second Tiger Mask match with, um, what was it, with Yo. Uh, but, but this match made me think, oh, I need to not fast forward through Tiger Mask matches anymore. Because this was a blast. I thought, you know, hey, Kanemaru's going to get the win. You know, he'll, he'll get his first two points. Uh, but Tiger Mask trading jabs back and forth. Um, I, I thought Tiger Mask had this uh, a couple of times. And I thought Kanemaru was finally, you know, in that last stretch was finally going to uh, seal up that victory. But the uh, the kind of the, the shifting of the pin in order for Tiger Mask to kind of roll up Kanemaru for that, that win, I thought was a, a great surprise to kind of kick off the tournament. Um, and, and again, Kanemaru is, is killing it just with the fact that he looks like a wrestler. He is that guy. Um, and, and he's just a Suzuki goon done right. And, and in all fairness, though, his mannerisms, his facial expressions, uh, him going into the crowd, uh, I don't know if it was this match or in night three, uh, but he just does not care. Like he was about to fight some fans, I swear. But uh, Ganamaru, uh, <laughs> definitely, I, I am getting high on on his list here. He's uh, or he's getting high on my list uh, of wrestlers to watch, as is probably all of the competitors in the uh, Battle of the Super Juniors. Yeah, Ganamaru went out night three when he worked flip, um, and that was when he was beating the hell out of flip out in the crowd. Jesus, <laughs> he just doesn't uh, care. I, I love it. Oh, it's great. It's great. Um, second match in the card, 
ACH defeated Flip Gordon. What did you think of this match, Alex? Book Flip. Um, I, I, I'm an ACH fan. <laughs> I love the resiliency that he has, the connection with the fans. Of course, you know, kind of being a part of the uh, the Taguchi group, uh, you know, is a, a big thing for that front. But uh, he's just an excellent worker. He is... I mean, he's kind of the, the athletic big man, you know, that we, we see with Apollo. You know, Bobby Lashley's obviously towers over an ACH, but he's just that muscular build who can move. But ACH is, is I would say, more athletic out of those uh, out of the three that I mentioned. Um, this was a, a fun match. ACH, I swear, is injured from uh, pretty much forever because he's always banned and stuff. <laughs> And, you know, he already went uh, with one arm in the, in the last uh, couple of minutes into the match, which, again, uh, one of the more exciting stretches. I mean, if you're watching a New Japan match, whether it's Super Juniors or Heavyweights, that final three minutes is always the most exciting thing in the world. It's like a, a Lost episode back in the day where, you know, you didn't really have to watch the whole episode, but if you caught, like, the last segment, you'd be all caught up and be like, all right, I get it. That was amazing. Um, it's kind of like a New Japan match here, but I, I thought Flip Gordon was going to uh, to get the win, but when uh, ACH kind of hit that German suplex, one arm just kind of held him out, and then with the uh, cradle DDT for the win, I was like, whoa, I did not expect that, but ACH one arm and all picking up the win. Uh, this, this was a, a phenomenal match. Um, phenomenal in the ways of uh, just two dudes beating the crap out of each other and getting the respect <laughs> from the audience um, as as they did deserve. Flip Gordon, Gordon looked great. Again, was someone that continues to impress. He just looks so comfortable out there, and these two definitely had chemistry that can build on for many matches to come. There was a dive Flip did where he sprung off of one rope and then landed on the next rope and then did the yes, biggest yes. flip I've ever <laughs> seen in my life on the ACH on the floor. He was in the air for like three seconds. Like, I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but throw something in the air and count to three. And like, that's how long it felt he was in the air. I, I was like, I popped. I was ah! like, I marked when I saw how high he was that did that. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of people have been giving it kind of the, the, the mid-rows with it. Alex, I went four and three quarters on this match. I know I wow. must be crazy. This was one of the best matches I have seen all year. And I don't know I don't know what it is to me or for me that made me like this match so much. But by the end of this match, I was I was standing and clapping in my in my office. Like I was like I can't I don't know I can't believe how good this was, and I, I think I if this had to watch had... this at five a.m. this morning because I woke up and I was like oh I gotta watch New Japan, and <laughs> it, it, we had the fire stick in the bedroom, and I'm trying to not be loud and like mark out during the match I, I had the same thing but it was like a quiet place so I had to do it all silent but it was <laughs> you're right it was just such a fun but technically sounded match to watch with, oh, yeah, a crap ton of flips and kicks. Yeah, like, and like I said, I know a lot of people, like, I read some reviews, a lot of people went, like, three and a half, which totally makes sense, but there was just something about this match that did it for me, and I don't know if it was when he hit that dive that I immediately went, okay, I'm in. I want to know what's going to happen next, and I just, like, I don't know if that's what did it, but 
I for me, again, I, ACH I'm, just has that vulnerability, and for him to pick up the win where, again, you're like, oh, this dude, of course, he's he's the new Steve Austin, the $6 billion man always getting put back together and seemingly <laughs> picking up the victory. ACH, every time I see him, he's better. Every time I see him, he gets better. And he is – I hope they keep him around because he's – you know he's he's done tournaments here there here and there. A few years ago, he actually was in the uh, the junior tag tournament with Taiji Ishimori. Um, ironically, when he mm-hmm. Ishimori was a no one, they let him do the tournament. But ACH team with Ishimori, that'll be fun when they when they face off as former partners. But last year we saw him in the tournament as well, and I don't know. He just he. He stood out to me. He might have my two favorite matches of this whole tournament, which we'll get to when we get to night three. Um, ACH could be my MVP right now. Same with Flip. Flip has just been yeah. – Flip and Kanemaru was so good too. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I just – I loved I, – and here's, here's the, the thing that, that bothers me the most about how much I like this match. Um, Yo defeats Bushi. I only went three and a quarter on this match. Did you go higher? Like, am I low on this match? Or do you think the same, or am I low on this match because I was so into ACH and Flip that I was coming down and this was like a kill match for me? Like, should uh, I watch no, this? This was a this was a good match. This uh, had me because I, I you know have been a show fan. This this kind of got me into the ropes, even though with his uh, with his attire and all. Yo, show nope. me not showed me something. But you know, he, I I kind of prefer to him as a singles wrestler comparable to as a a tag wrestler. He seemed to be a little bit more in his groove, I would say. Um, Bushi's Bushi. I mean, he he was trying to make him look good by as well as having a a car crash on every single jump and and flip there. Uh, but I thought Yo um just looked great. Uh, you know, kind of as as the did show during night two. Uh, but uh, I guess it was a little underwhelming, um, kind of coming out of the the previous two matches uh, with the with the surprise win for Tiger Mask, and again, and kind of that that clinic as you stated with the previous match. Yeah, I I could see this being as a come down, but um, I was into this match at you know again 5 a.m. this morning, you know just <laughs> as much as the previous match. Um, but just rewatching the main event, that just totally. Changed the game for me upon second viewing, and and you know once again too, a lot of people really liked this Yo Bushi match. I think, like I said, I think I was just in a bad circumstance because of how much I enjoyed the match before it, so I was still coming down from that. Um, I did like the fact how Yo just beat him out of nowhere with the roll up, mm-hmm. and Bushi attacks him after the match because he's like, "Why the bell ring? I it's not over yet." And then the rest like, "No, no, you got pinned," and then. Bushi lays him out and just leaves pissed off. What I like like, about it, it's the beginning to something that will definitely bloom into a good rivalry within this division, whether it's tagging or on the singles uh, competitions. You know, and this is one of those things, too, where I I hope we get it built up and set up by the time next year's... um, See, well, see, now this is tough because in my head I'm going, God, I hope we get Rapungi 3K against Bushi and Hiromu for the junior belts next year at Wrestle oh, Kingdom or there. But I also, in my mind, I want Hiromu I going for the platform to get 
I think this is a platform for Rapungi 3K by this time next year to not be a team anymore. They'll still oh, be a part of chaos, but not as a team. I think this is the way that Show and Yo are looking singles so far. One having two matches, one I didn't see, of course, but but Show looking pretty damn good um, against uh, Dragon Lee here in night two. Uh, yeah, I mean, I foresee them going the singles route within about a year. That'd be crazy. They split them already, but you know it could the happen. The talent that happen. they have just in that division is sickening. sickening. But do you really want to? Like, do you want to hinder your tag division, junior tag division? Yeah, just bring, bring up someone, make a new team. I mean, <laughs> I, I just see them having more. Meaning, I I just see them having more single matches comparable. You know, uh, it's not going to be as balanced or more tagging. You know, trying to get the Rapungi 3K name out there with them as a team. I think they, they're yep. just suited better when they're not dancing, when they're just wrestling. And and, uh, and Joe can essentially just look like how he wants to be, just pissed off and not dance. Well, you know, just let we, that aggression know, out. When we get to night two, you know, with, with show, he didn't even have any Rapungi 3K gear on except for, you know... I, Nothing. I, I shouldn't even say except yeah. for. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, main event, Taiji Shimori defeats Will Ospreay. Kind of saw that coming. It made, you know, you almost got to have him win it. I went four stars on it. I thought it was tremendous. And I thought they did just a good amount enough where they yeah. leave you wanting more, where if and when Ishimori wins this tournament, we get the real Ospreay-Ishimori match at Dominion. So I thought they did a great job of building it as much as they could. What did you think of the main event night one, Alex? Uh, again, this morning, a little groggy. Uh, I I was a little, not disappointed, but I was just like, huh. I will have to catch this later on into the uh, into the day, which I just finished <laughs> probably about a half hour ago. And, and wow. <laughs> Osprey, there's just something about him. He's just, he's it, man. Will Osprey just Osprey he knows what he's doing. He's just he's badass. Like there's nothing more that you could say. You wish you had his talent and his charisma and oh yeah, just his you know what's the word? Just he's so down to earth. That that sounds tacky, but you know he's just it. His bravado in the ring. His his everything. Thank you. Thank you. Like I said, is is Will Osprey one of the ten best wrestlers in the world right now? I yes, I, I would say yes, and you could probably throw two more juniors onto that list, if not three. Will Osprey one of the top five wrestlers in the world right now? If Zack Sabre Jr. didn't go on this random losing streak, yes, I would put him overhead Zack Sabre Jr. right now. So, see. So I'm not disagreeing, I think, with that. I think Will Ospreay may be one of the top five wrestlers alive right now. It, it's I'm gonna say this, and this is this might this might piss a lot of people off. I'm not saying I like him more, but I think right now if you look at the hierarchy in New Japan, I think Will Ospreay is a better worker than Tetsuya Naito. Hmm. I I don't disagree. I think they're two different styles, um, but I I think Naito gets the the I don't know. That's tough. Osprey's getting 
Tetsuya crazy, Naito, crazy reaction. Tetsuya Naito as a whole package with the fans, his gimmick, his charisma, his arrogance, the fact he hasn't worn the title once. You know, the whole, you know, using the word bravado again is much better than, than Will Ospreay. But if you ask me the top five pro wrestlers in the world right now, I think Will Ospreay is in that list. I think if I had to just shortlist it off the top of my head, I think Okada's number one. I think I think AJ Styles is number two. I think Kenny Omega is number three. I think Johnny Gargano is number four. And I think Will Ospreay is number five. Hmm. Now, obviously, that's coming off the top of my head, and I may have to adjust some things. But I think those are my five best wrestlers. Demetrius is not pleased with my night, I think. Um, but seriously, I think those are the five best wrestlers alive right now. I think Pete Dunne, you could argue, could get into there. Obviously, Naito. I still think uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi can be argued in the list. But I really think Will Ospreay, and we saw it here. I think he had a better match night three than he had night one, Alex, which blows me away because it was not Ishimori. Which I agree, I agree with that statement. I agree with that <laughs> statement. And I think Ishimori had a better match night three than he did night one. Yeah, I almost went. I I went just a quarter below the Osprey one. Uh, you know, I but I. It's tough. I think I think the thing with the Osprey Ishimori match was I went as high as I did because I know it was underwhelming, but I think they knew they didn't want to do too much to take away from what could be the Dominion main event. Correct. I mean, this is something. Yes, I mean. Down the line, you know, when they build it up a little bit more and just not in a tournament, this is the match that will steal the show, like you say, at a Dominion or, you know, whatever happens in the fall. But, you know, this is something where it's just the beginning. I I wasn't mad at it. It it was an enjoyable match. The second time around, I realized um, Ishimori is the deal. I mean, everything you said, to me, He's the AJ Styles of New Japan, not only from the look and the swagger and the move sets and the mannerisms and the uh, the eye paint, if you will. But I'm just saying the style is just so beautiful and the way he moves into that ring and then just plummets you with a drop kick or a clothesline is just just fantastic. Or one of his random drivers, whether it's a pile or a neck pile driver or a random German suplex, like. The, the strength on this guy is insane. Yeah, Teichi Shimori is one of those dudes like me and Demetrius always talk about with Okada. There's no wasted movement with him. Like everything he does is so fluid that you 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 watch it and it's like a it's like a movie where he had takes. You know what I mean? Like everything. <laughs> so um, Demetrius said uh, he uh, he's taking a. Uh, he says done over Osprey. I I can't argue that. I will never argue that. Um, but it's I think it's definitely worth arguing I, or not arguing, but I think it's a great discussion because I just well Osprey's so good, man. He's so good. Um, but but that odds know, cutter, that, man. That that move has been uh, I would say countered yeah, more yeah, in the last yeah, two months than speak, anything. Putting Will Osprey down isn't your finishing move Will Osprey's move. Oh. That's right. Right. You know, I'll even, I'll even hit him with this one. You know, where, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Hey, hey, Demtris, let me even turn it up a little bit for you. It's gonna get loud in here. Get it. Get yeah, it. Get it. 
I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, God, and this is why the junior tournament is so good. Everything's been so fun. Night two, we talked about him. Uh, Dragon Lee defeat. Yeah, we still got two more shows. Uh, Dragon Lee defeat Show Tanaka. Um, I went four and a quarter on this match. Was, this was probably my second or third favorite match of the entire tournament. Uh, definitely top four. Show yeah. Tanaka comes out. High voltage New Era snapback. High voltage T-shirt. His trunks are all high voltage gear, black and gold. He had nothing Rapungi 3K unless it said it on his on the on his butt on his trunks. I didn't notice. He didn't do any of the hand motions. <laughs> he was kind of doing his own nope. thing. He was focused. He, he looks like a million freaking dollars. Him and Dragon Lee had a tremendous match. Dragon Lee once again showed why I. I, I look at him and I embrace him as a breath of fresh air every year in this best of the Super Junior Tournament. I could not wait till I think night six when we get him and Hiromu again. Good Lord. Can he win it? Just due to the okay. uh, the time they have him? Not not that he can't win it, but yeah, he I think he's got too many commitments with um, with uh, um, CMLL and stuff. Mm-hmm. Does CMLL have a uh, uh, streaming channel? Because I would probably get it just for for that guy. I think on YouTube. Shout out to the Wrestling Perspective Podcast for giving us the follow, listening in. What's up, boys? Yeah. yeah. Um, But no, like you said, both these guys just just looked phenomenal. Show again, just looking like he's ready to lead this singles division. This division of the juniors is is uh, exciting exciting ladies and gentlemen for wrestling dragon lee though i he, he just looks like a statue he's just so bricked <laughs> out and then how he can move and and hit you lucha style is is just insane the submission and the knee strikes um was was beautiful to to set up the submission victory for dragon lee but yeah all i kept thinking was wow we get to see dragon lee and Hiromu sometime down the line. And then Dragon <laughs> Lee, Marty Squirrel, and Kushida, and Chris Sabin down the line. Wow. It's so great that every year in the Super Junior, when you have Dragon Lee, you just put him in the same block no matter what with Hiromu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. That's your money match. Um, second match on the card, it's in my top four as well. I also Ooh. went four to court. This show was good. so good. Uh, El Desperado defeats Rice Taguchi. Yeah, I went four and a quarter again on this, Alex. This match was tremendous. Taguchi every year shows up in the Super Junior and defies any form of any wrestling that you have thought you saw of him over the last six months. And he comes out and puts on the best seven matches that he has all year in these tournaments. It's incredible watching him. Desperado, you know, I, I love watching him. Despy is so good. I, I hope he gets a junior rub at some point. But, I mean, it, this this match was – it had everything, too. It even had um, a chair getting slammed into his butthole, which I Snapchatted. We <laughs> got right in the B in the middle of a wrestling show. But it was tremendous. This match was great. I know you talked earlier about Taguchi, man, uh, with Desperado on the floor is yours on this one. This, my God, this totally made me change my perspective on both of these wrestlers. Meaning uh, these guys, I'm, I'm not just going to fast forward as, as I would with, uh, with, with Taguchi here, Raizuki Taguchi. But um, 
my thing with this, it was like the movie The Lobster. It starts off like, all right, you know, Taguchi's going to try to give it his all, but you know Desperado is going to pick up the victory. You know, it's 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 going to be a squash match. You know, it starts, you know, lighthearted. You know, you get the comedy bits here and there. Um, and then all of a sudden, the second act kicks in, and it's a totally different match. Taguchi kind of mounting the comeback here, where I was like, holy boop. <laughs> Taguchi is going to pick up the win and and wow Taguchi can mount a comeback and he got serious and he looked like enough was enough and, and just kind of going you know when they're, the double underhook spot was great and Taguchi you know kind of lead to, to land them was was wonderful um, but but Taguchi you know of course losing to the uh, the AJ Styles Shinsuke Nakamura finish there uh, to the uh, the kick while the ref's back was turned uh, for the win was a win. Uh, you kind of only expected in a Desperado match uh, by any means necessary, but uh, uh, Reizuke Taguchi uh, definitely was a breath of fresh air for sure. Because again, the comedy was there, but you know, again, kind of that second half of the match, a totally different, uh, different wrestler. And, and it was nice to see. It had it all. You you got the you got the Rise Gate Takuchi comedy at the beginning. You know we got the butt play or whatever they always do. Yep. You know I mean you had all that goofy stuff, but then when it got serious, you're like, my God, this is why Taguchi and Devitt were the best tag team in the world for a while when they were Apollo <laughs> 55. This Taguchi's so good, and just oh my God, Ovechkin almost scored. And um, I got the the game streaming on the other side. You're three games of two lightning, three straight win tonight. They go to the cup. Um, Whoa! But uh, you know, every, every bit of Taguchi's game is so good when he's when he's on and doing everything he should be doing. And Desperado shows he can go. Man, that dude can go. He can hang. It was such a fun match. It was such a yes. fun match. And even they got over the nut shot better than WWE did. <laughs> <laughs> WWE did it at the Great American Rumble or the greatest Royal Rumble ever, and it looked like a cartoon. This was like no, he had it on Taguchi. Effect. You know they had a sound effect on the loudspeaker, right? As none of these Saudi princes were watching as they were just randomly roaming around the entrance at the beginning there. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's not talk about bullcrap. Um, this was this match only went three and a half stars on it, and I should have went higher, I thought, but I think it's because I had such high expectations it was a little bit of a letdown. Yes. But even me yes. saying three and a half stars is not a letdown. Because this was an above-average match. It gave me everything I wanted. I think I just wanted a little more time to get to almost four stars. But for what it was, I really liked it. This was the battle of Alex Shelley's love. Um, Chris Saban <laughs> and Kushida, as Shelley's former tag partners, explode. <laughs> um, Chris Saban gets the, the clean yeah, it was the machine gun versus the time splitter. And who will oh, get the rights to Alex Shelley? And it looks like ROH is going to get him because Saban defeats Kushida. But it was really good. It was really good. I just, I think I set myself up for failure on this match because I went, my God, I've been a Chris Saban mark since, hey, oh, Saban, you know, in his random, when he was in sports mm-hmm. entertainment extreme days, wrestling Michael Shane and TNA. And Kushida's <laughs> always tremendous. And I knew this wasn't going to be the flippity-dippity type match the other ones were. And it did everything I wanted. I think I just wanted a little more. 
But like I said, even going three and a half stars is not bad. That's still a good rating. It was a really good match, and it helped give me one of the best shows we've seen all year. Uh, what do you think of Saban and Kushida, Alex? Sorry Goldie. for doing the, the punching hands thing that you do. That's your gimmick. <laughs> I apologize. It told a <laughs> oh, that's what that is. It, it told a great story. It was hard hitting, uh, like you said, no flippity dippities, uh, and and it was just everything and and what what we expected. I mean, from DDTs to German suplexes uh, to all hail Sabins, you know, kind of at the end to the uh, the drop kick, uh, sometimes double. Uh, this was, you know, a, a match, what you expected. It was good to see Saban back in the New Japan ring. Um, fun match. Uh, and, and Saban getting the win. Um, I, I for honestly, did not expect that to come out. Uh, but Saban picking up the victory again after hitting his finisher. Yeah, it was, it was a really good match. It was a lot of his fun. Finisher. Um, <laughs> his finish. <laughs> Sorry, that was terrible. Why not, Who's Tranquilo now, dickhead? That was, uh, Saber's gotta, gotta clean us up because we don't know Moose. The main <laughs> event. Uh, the main event. Kahashi defeats Marty Skrull. I went three and three quarters, almost went four on this. Robo Takahashi, once again, as I've always said, he's like having a car crash channel where you just can't take your eyes off of it every time he's in the ring. Um, I love his giant book where he's he's pointing at it's a <laughs> Milano collection, gives it to him, scroll, comes down, what did he call me? What does that say? He's like, I'm Riddle Man. He's like, Oh, he calls him okay. He's like, That's fine. That's fine. And then he leaves, goes back in the ring. Also, before I forget, shout out to Milano Collection AT when um it was oh, who was in the match? It was Chase Owens tagged, I can't remember who he tagged, but there was Chase Owens, oh, Chase Owens, and this was from night one, it was Chase Owens and Marty Skrull against uh, Sonata and Hiromu, and Chase Owens is trying to put Sonata in the Paradise Lock, which is the move where he locks your arms and legs together, then rolls you over so you can't move. Um, well, Milano Collection AT, the commentator in the middle, that always nice, nicely dressed one, he's the one who, who invented that. And Chase Owens is trying to bend Sonata up, and he's asking Milano Collection for help. And Milano's trying to show him while sitting at commentary how to put his arms and his legs to bend him over. <laughs> oh, man. It was awesome. And then uh, also shout out to Chase after they lost in night two. Um, when he left, he's like, ah, I think I'm injured and i got to go to the hospital. Uh, com slash... Chase Owens, help me pay my doctor bill. He goes to Chase Owens both nights. I, I actually was talking to Chase Owens on Twitter. I was trying to see if I could get a Chase's on the case uh, infant shirt uh, because Sydney loves Paw Patrol, and he thinks it's probably <laughs> that case. But in retrospect, it's just me supporting Chase Owens. But anyway, uh, Hiromu defeats Marty Scroll. I love the match. I thought the finish was well done. Scroll yes. countering out of the, uh, the triangle choke with the finger break was awesome. Then Hiromu gets him, hits hits the time bomb, gets the victory. Um, Hiromu comes out on top like he should. Thoughts on the match, Alex? Uh, fun match. This is probably, I would say, my favorite match out of the weekend here. Um, just due to the characters that these two gentlemen possess uh, for the audience. I mean, 
the audience was was just eating out of the palm of their hands. It was like watching two Arkham Asylum patients meeting, you know, <laughs> one-on-one. Um, just, it, it was magnificent to watch. Uh, again, a car crash on all levels. Marty Skrull kind of playing uh, to his game there. Uh, but I, I thought Hiromu Takahashi was dead a few times. Um, the powerbomb counter uh, by Marty <laughs> Skrull when, he, when Hiromu was running at him was nuts. I was like, he's dead. And then when he hits the tombstone just seconds after onto the apron, uh, I'm just like, good God, how how is this match <laughs> continuing on here? A tombstone on a eight? Come on, like I've seen some some goofy apron stuff that looks like it hurts because look, Demetrius can attest this. We all know bumping on the apron sucks. That's one of the worst things you can do. And he tombstone him. If anything's wrong on that, we saw I can't remember who it was in Ring of Honor got pile drove on the apron. It might have been BJ Whitmer and he broke his neck. So that's like that's not the safest thing to do. So that was that's no. what I went, okay, okay, all right. Let's let's try and kilo guys. <laughs> but they were just pretty much throwing everything at it. Uh, you know, kind of uh going for the finger break uh kind of towards the uh, the middle to the end of the match. But again uh, the triangle choke hold, which I don't know I, I, if I've ever seen Takahashi put this on before. So that was kind of nice to see that as a different victory, especially holding on after getting a power by and power bombed by the villain. But I, I thought this was just a great match just by the characters that these two guys possess. Um, that's why I kind of give it a little higher rating. And, and I thought wrestling wise, something where I was like, oh, I could watch this day in and day out. Those four matches for me, four and a quarter, four and a quarter, three and a half, three and three quarters. This night two might be one of the best wrestling shows I've watched all year. I the think. night two is, yeah. Night two for me, those four matches better than, than what we see on a weekly basis. Block two is a murderer's row right now. And we talked about how good we thought block one was. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, block two is like, nah, biatch. We're taking over. Um, but speaking of block A, we uh, we go to night three, which happened this morning. The opener, I went three stars. Tiger Mask defeats Yo. Uh, pretty good match. The only disappointment for me was it didn't seem like Tiger Mask gave Yo a lot of offense. It was a lot of mm. Yo would make some comebacks and Tiger Mask would really pound on him. It was it was almost more of the. You know, as I mentioned to you before, the nice thing about having Tiger Mask is he's the grumpy old guy, and he kind of treated <laughs> it that way. He was he was a little uh, unforgiving with Yo. Uh, Tiger Mask gets the W. Um, you you said that was the one match of the tournament you hadn't seen, correct? That is correct. Let's move on then. Uh, second match, I went three and a half on this. Flip Gordon defeats Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Awesome match. It went all over. It had a lot of different styles of wrestling. Flip gets the victory with a springboard 450. Alex, what, what did you think? You said you loved it. Talk about the match. Yeah, I, I thought this was a, a fun match. Kind of Mario again, kind of playing that 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 tough junior, if you will, uh, just kind of going at it, just making sure Flip wasn't trying to get as flippy as we know he can be. Uh, but uh, this was everything. Flip, you know, kind of getting the win. Uh, kind of Mario apparently being the the fall guy in this tournament so far. Uh, but he's he's making everybody look good while doing it. Um, but to know uh, Flip Gordon, this was a good showcase for him. A nice match for uh, for Kamarau to kind of show 
showcase his character um, and, and, again, kind of winning me over as a fan with his second match in the tournament so far. Uh, next up, we get Taiji Shimura defeated Bushi. You had sent Ooh. me that great like about it. Um, this one, I went three and three quarters, almost went the full four on it. Loved the match. That was very, very good. I thought they had some really nice cool. stuff at the cold stretch. What's cool about night three two is is the first two nights, guys, they had the commentary teams, the English and of course the Japanese commentary. Night three, it was just one camera. It, there was you could hear the sound of the mats and the audience and that was it. So these matches for me had a different kind of aura to them. Um and, and the Ishimori Bushi match for me was a fun power match, but also, you know, with these two there's going to be jumps. There's going to be flips. But, but Bushi was well over and, and, and just kind of hitting Ishimori with everything. But, of course, Ishimori being the stronger out of the two, um, you know, kind of hitting, hitting that for, for the uh, victory. But I, for me, this was a fun match uh, with these two guys. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought, I thought they did a lot of good stuff. Um, what do you think of the code breaker that Ishimori does? Um, and that, are you talking about the finish thing? Yes. He, yeah, it's like a, it's like a vertical suplex into a code breaker. I, I can't remember what he calls it, but it's brutal. <laughs> I mean, it's a brutal move. And Is that what he would like do with the, Noah, or did he have a different uh, move? No, he he did a lot of the same in Noah. The only thing he hasn't done that he doesn't did in Noah was that um, fall away slam. Moonsault power slam off the top rope. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's that one of the coolest things I've seen. I bet you he's saving that for Osprey at the minute if he wins this thing. But that move that's gonna pop the house here. I got I got a good amount of people coming over for Dominion. That's gonna pop the house. When when he brings Osprey to the top and holds him in a fallaway slam and does a moonsault with him. That's going to I mean that's gonna pop the house. <laughs> yes, but he is, you know, he he did his his cool little seating senton uh, off the springboard that he does. It's pretty tight. I mean, he he did a lot of his good stuff. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed a lot of what he did. You know, Ishimori, yeah, Ishimori looked really, really really good. Um, and and Bushi obviously, you know, Bushi's Bushi, and he's having a good showing, which is what I like to see from Bushi on this on this event. Um. So we just, Out of we just these two match gentlemen, who do you think is having a better showing so far, Bushi or Desperado? Um, that's hard because Desperado's only had one show. Bushi said two, and I think you also got to go. What about the masked man named Dragon Lee who had that well, match with show? He's Dragon Lee. I mean, um, I guess if I'm just going off of paper, I went three and a quarter and three and three quarters for Bushi, and I went four and a quarter for Desperado. So. I guess it'll factor what happens uh, tonight with uh, the next the next B block, but I, I'm a big Despy guy. I think he deserves a run. I think he deserves a rub too, and I'm glad he got it over to Gucci. That's a big win for him. Uh, main event: Will Osprey defeats ACH. I went four and a quarter on this, Alex. I loved this yeah. match. This is tremendous. The opening sequence was hot as hell. They did a lot of good stuff in the opening. Um, you know, it it just everything they did worked and they did enough to where they gave ACH a chance where you're like wow ACH might yeah it was very stiff ACH <laughs> you know did 
he did enough where he looked like a million bucks, and they gave Osprey the win, which is smart. Uh, thoughts on the match? Uh, this this is what you want to main event. This is something where you're watching it and you're saying, "Wow, this is wrestling." Um, no, these these two just beat the living daylights out of each other. And <laughs> oh yeah, there were plenty of flips and kicks and counters and and stances, and it was just it was beautiful to see. Um, uh, Osprey again just is, is showcasing. He's already you know kind of shown you know, the people, the, the match the, of what we have a taste for with, with Ishimori, him and ACH, I'm assuming they have faced each other around the world, but this was the first time I think I've seen these two. Um, and, and it was a fantastic showing. I, I'm, I'm a liar. I, I think I had more of an impact with this match than Skrull and, and Hiromu, but, um, but this match was, was everything you would expect it. And it's, it's, it's weird to say, junior division with with two behemoths like them but when you can flip and do crazy hurricane ddts into spine busters what have you um and then throw in like 17 you know kicks and chops in 10 seconds it's you wonder why they're they're juniors but no this it's amazing stuff uh this tournament in the three nights that we've seen um i mean this osprey like we've been saying this whole show Zari Demtris, he's he's kind of over Pete Dunn at the moment with a match Ooh. like with ACH. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, tonight, night four, should be another tremendous show. I believe it is uh, once again a. I think all of these shows are a four thirty central time. Uh, for for um, what you call it for for our time zone. Central. Um, Yes, thank you, Central Time Zone. Um, Tiger but, Mask has know, four points, by the way. Yeah, Tiger Mask tied for first place. <laughs> like, think about that. So, what? playing spoiler here makes me think, is it going to go down, like, who's going to be the guy that knocks off Ishimori once? Or does he run the table? Ooh, no, I think... Oh my God! We get to see Ishimori and um... wow, that's gonna. Because be here's awesome. my thought: is we're gonna go down to the last night where they're gonna where Osprey gets the win and ties Ishimori, but since Ishimori beat him, he has a tiebreaker and wins the block. That's how I feel like he wins the A block um, tonight. By the way, <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. My God, Alex. The opening match, Chris Saban versus Shotanaka. The second match, Raisuke Taguchi versus Dragon Lee. The third match, wow. Kushida versus Marty Skrull. And your main event, Hiromu Takahashi against El Desperado. <laughs> that, does Desperado pick up the win? No. I think Hiromu, I think Hiromu's getting his... Well, I don't know. It's tough. It's... Gato books in the Romo doesn't need this tournament. I was surprised he got the win over Skrull. I thought this was that was going to be Marty's win for sure. Yeah, it's you know who I told you I thought Tiger Mask was going to be the pin guy in this tournament. He's two and zero. Oh. No, he's doing the pinning. Yeah, <laughs> it's all a shoot. Grandpa's like I ain't jobbing. And he just keeps winning these matches. And they're like, what? He's like, I'll shoot on you. And they're like, well, don't shoot on me. He's like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, guys, check out Super Juniors tonight. But if you haven't watched these matches catch up, it has been tremendous. Just a tremendous tournament. Uh, Alex, it's the, what do you say we take better three hours. It's the better three hours to spend on your wrestling week is watching the, the first three nights, the, the four matches each Just night. The thing, too, is if you skip the the non-tournament matches, you can get these 12 matches done in, in three hours or, or so, like you said. Yeah. You know, it's it's such better wrestling. You, in the time it takes you to watch Monday Night Raw, you can watch those 12 matches that we talked about. Now, unfortunately, we're going to take a break and come back and talk to you about Monday Night Raw to try to deter you from spending three hours on that and not on the Super No, Junior. no. What we're really going to talk is what five wrestlers could benefit from an excursion. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm trying to get my hate down. We'll see how long no, I can contain no it. Hates. We're just trying to help. <laughs> we're lending our services. Vince, we're here to help, as Alex said. Just keep listening, Vince. Then we're going to talk to you. Russell Cass, be right back. Missing out on an awesome show sucks. SeatGeek is an app that lets you track your favorite artists and notifies you when they announce new shows nearby. You can even connect your favorite music services so that you never miss out again. SeatGeek, the smart way to buy tickets. Fan of pro wrestling like we are? Yeah! We got you covered from WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact, Lucha Underground, All Japan, and more. We're talking the highs and lows in pro wrestling. Heck, we're even giving you people from the Okadas and Omega. We're even talking the Bone Soldiers and Enzo Amoris. Sorry, Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this. Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host Alex Mello each Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Okay, I'm going to get that jersey for Steven. Oh, that Michigan sweatshirt is perfect for Susie. Ryan is going to love this hat. Fanatics.com has great gifts for all the sports fans in your life. Go to Fanatics.com right now and get free shipping and up to 10% cash back on absolutely everything. Every sport, every team. Fanatics.com, where sports fans shop. Calling all fight fans worldwide. My name is Elijah McNeil, and I'm one half of the best boxing podcast on the net. The one and only Standing Account Radio. Do you like hard-hitting commentary, analysis, and banter? Tune in on Sundays at 10 p.m. with my co-host, Ryan the Technical Legend Cook, and I break it down. That's Standing Account Radio, 10 p.m. Sundays, Strong Style Media. What's up? Call Ashley. Yeah, it's about time you call that girl. No, no, no. He just talked to that girl two hours ago. You got to let love marinate. Put love in that bag. Marinate. Mmm, love.
love going to be in that bag like, mm, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. What? And then after it marinades, no, you're going to pull it out. Jamie, who's Alexa? Say it. Say it, Jamie. You Alexa. That's right. I'm Alexa. Thanks, guys. But I'll take it from here. Alex, who is that? The girl in the the Amazon commercial with D D B Smooth or whatever? What's that girl's name? Um, I don't know. She's on SNL. She has the like oh like a mini yeah yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll get you. Uh, Leslie Jones. Leslie. Okay, Jones. is Leslie Jones Alexa or is Alexa Bliss Alexa? I would hope Alexa Bliss would be Alexa. <laughs> Monday Night Raw coming at you from the United Kingdom, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as a whole, you know, we had two, four, six. We had eight matches on the show, which is surprising. Um, what did you think proud. of Raw? They always kind of give it, they kind of, you know, give it to them, right? Mm-hmm. What do no, you think, what do you think of getting Raw? getting powerbombed, though, this time. Uh, what did I think take, of no. Raw? The main, the main, uh, nobody cared about the main event as they chanted for Lashley's sisters. Also, no, 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 no. I'm saying you remember the, the last time Raw was relevant or SmackDown was relevant is when they power bombed the Undertaker through the table, the Shield. You're like, oh, oh yeah, it was tight. Just to write them off. So we had, the year. Hey, that's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk about current times, not the good times. Money uh, that Raw. Let's we'll just. Just run through. Should I just run through results real quick? Is there, do we really need to talk about a ton? I mean, a, a highlight for me was you know a match that that could have used a little bit more of you know something that that is a pay per view quality. The Intercontinental Title match with Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. I yeah. thought these guys you know had a really really good match to open the show. But again, you're like, why are you giving this away for free? Uh, but again, it's for that crowd. You know, it's something that you can expect these two to, to bring down and, and Kevin Owens, you know, whether he's being told to lose weight or not, should not uh, lose his spot because he's putting on great matches still when he's outside of that uh, Sami Zayn uh, conundrum there. Now, is that, is that a real thing? What? That they're asking him to lose weight and he's not getting pushed because of it? Yes. Wow. Be a star, Vince. From the big man. Great. Well, this this segment's going well. And he's been over since he came up to challenge Cena. And, you know, he was champ. Granted, yes, but they really did nothing with him except make him lose the Goldberg when it was one of the hottest part of his, of his run. And then they have him lose it and then have done nothing with him. I mean, weight loss or, or, you know, whatever. I mean, and he just signed an extension, which is crazy. I mean, do do you think it's just like, he's in a mode where what the hell did I just do? I don't know. I think he's making good money and I think that's what he cares about. I'm sure he's getting paid. Yeah. 
You know, that's why a lot of these guys are there. Let's let's be honest. You don't you don't go to the WWE to oh I'm gonna achieve my dream and have these great wrestling matches. No, that's not a thing anymore. I hope with this giant TV TV pay raise that the wrestlers will get paid more too. You know, true. Yeah, that'll be says the how that all adds up. She looks better than Chris Hero does. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Hero, by the way, who lost oh, to Gunner at a house show uh, because the crowd was cheering for Gunner and booing Hero, so they turned Hero mid-match and had him job to Gunner. A little fun fact for you. Um, then we got in the money to make. The qualifier match was, was really bad. Uh, yeah. Bad? Bobby Roode defeats No Way Jose and Baron Corbin to qualify. Then we see <laughs> the B team. Uh, Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas get their first victory as they defeat Brizongo. Uh Then we get Sasha Banks, Ember Move, and Natty Nightheart defeat the Riot Squad. By the way, I will say that I only went two and a quarter on that match, but I, I'll tell you what, um, you're going to hear this twice tonight. I think Ruby Riot's better than Charlotte. You're not wrong there, brother. Ooh, okay, that's one. Okay, that's 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 the first time you heard this. Um, the Deleter of Worlds defeat the Revival in, in a nothing match. Isn't it crazy uh, how the Revival and Tyler Breeze went back to NXT this past week um, and delivered yeah. quality matches and better receptions? Is it bad that Sasha Banks tweeted, next time take me with you? <laughs> I did not see that. Wow. Uh, Alexa wow. Bliss and Mickey James in another three-way qualifying match. Don't worry. We're going to get a few three-way quali- qualifying There's matches. There's still a month left to build up for this pay-per-view, by the way, while they're having all these three-way qualifiers. <laughs> uh, this match that I'm going to talk about next, I went three and a quarter on this, Alex. I actually really like this. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre defeated Finn Balor and Braun Strowman. I thought it was fun. I really liked it. Um, I laughed when he broke the trophy. On accident. <laughs> you think that was an accident, really? Um, this was a fun match. It was a different, different type of team. Um, yes. No, I was just saying. Braun Strowman looked like he killed himself trying to tackle McIntyre. <laughs> McIntyre is huge. That guy is. He is the total package, and I'm not talking about Lex Luger. Drew McIntyre. My WrestleMania match next year. Versus McIntyre, run it, yeah, run it. Um, That's the money all over, baby. Drew McIntyre looks like a million dollars. I love this pairing together. They're tremendous together. I would not be mad if these uh, this this tag team match from last week developed into mini feuds within all four of these guys because you got money with Balor and Ziggler, Strowman and McIntyre. And a hell, even Ziggler and Strowman, he could work that HBK 1990s style charisma uh, in a program with Strowman, I think, and Balor and McIntyre. Wow. That's all I can say. Sign me um, up. Then, then we get uh, Jinder Mahal, who was savagely <laughs> assaulted by Roman Reigns multiple times throughout the evening, including getting uh, knocked through what looked like a poster board taped to a wall and in which was pretending to, you know, what was the worst part about him getting speared or pushed through that wall that they built is 
it literally looked like poster board that they just taped together the wall because when he steamrolled him through that wall, there was a sign directing you to where to go in the backstage on that wall. So Roman's standing there, and it's like <laughs> concessions left, ticket booth right. Like really, you you literally just bought something at Staples and stuck it on a wall, and had him push him through. <laughs> Cheap, cheap. Um, was the best part of Monday night the early chance uh, of Roman sucks to begin the show? No, that the best part. Didn't affect me anymore. Didn't affect me. I don't even care anymore. Like it's they didn't even they didn't even have him wrestle on the show. What does it say to you? What does it say to you? They scarred. Um, Main event. Gets put back in the match because he called Stephanie McMahon oh. and she put him in the match as he defeats Bobby Lashley's and Elias. I uh, went two and a half. My two favorite things of the night came probably from this match where Elias jumped back on the apron and made JoJo Offerman, uh, Jose Offerman's daughter, the old MLB player, hold a mic to play his guitar. And the crowd went nuts for that. Also, <laughs> the chant of Lashley's sisters. Uh, yeah, serenade the crowd. Look, the fact that tonight's Raw, the focal point is Sami Zayn is going to expose Bobby Lashley with him being a family man because he found his sisters on Facebook. Literally, the same day that I read that, they get a billion dollars from Fox, has officially made me go to hell with this company. I don't care. That's what I look forward to this month. Dude, Alex, man, if we went on the radio right now, we could hear Sami Zayn bring out Bobby Lashley's sisters, man. He's going to tell us how big of a family man he really is. Can you believe that? Crickets. I expect crickets during that segment unless they get, like, actresses. Monday Night Raw, and all they're doing is hyping how much of a family problem that he's not a nice brother. I can't wait for Raw tonight. I know we said we weren't I, going to be hateful, but come on. This is the worst crap I've ever seen. This is this is like an all-time low. When when Owens is walking up the ramp. Now, I'm turning in my chair, acting like there's a ramp behind me. I'm sorry. Wish I should be filming this. As he's walking up the ramp with, with Sami Zayn, and it's saying, now qualified for money in the bank, and they're advertising that, they cut to a small graphic showing Sami Zayn on one side, Kevin on the other side, and the center of it says, Sami Zayn tells all with Bobby Lashley's sisters. Oh the only God. thing she found on Facebook. That was the last thing you saw giving you the send-off to next Monday. This has got to stop. Are they going to have a match spoiler, of money in the bank? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. By next show, ladies and germs, our listeners out here, I'm pretty sure Ryan will quit WWE. I accidentally put on a Raw, um, and it's on the segment we're kind of preluding to. I'm pretty sure Ryan will quit next week. (laughs) Next week might be shorter because you might have me sign off when Alex goes inside the universe because I don't know if I can do it anymore. Look, look, man, this is the send-off. This is the prelude. Dude, I cannot wait to see what Bobby Lashley's sisters have to say about how he really is to Sami Zayn. Facebook. What what if the whole relationship with Facebook and the MMC thing was just so they could say Facebook one time? 
Oh my god, dude! You, Get that you, fox what, rub. Are you gonna have a uh, a Bobby Lashley sisters on a pole match? I hope so. Are they gonna have Bobby Lashley sisters on a forklift match like Judy Bagwell? <laughs> that I would go to at Money in the Bank for sure. So, but you get Sami Zayn, Bobby Lashley. I mean, that's that's a workers' match, right? I mean, that that's something that you should be a good ten, twelve minute match to kind of get Lashley back into the fold. That would come a workers' match because I'm probably the only guy who thought Bobby Lashley had a good run in TNA. Yeah, but Zayn will make him look good, especially in front yeah. of that crowd. Or do you think this this horrible subplot? of a storyline that they uh, threw in uh, will affect the match and people pretty much just not give a crap about. I just time Especially after tonight. So. <laughs> Shout out to Alex Tuck on the Vegas Knights, who should still be a wild, by the way, trying to make myself... Well, that makes you mad, too. No, I just timestamped two hours, two minutes. Mm-hmm. Next week's new entrance will have... Uh, that's part of it. <laughs> it just... It's. I don't know what else to say, man. Like we, I come into this thing and I try to not be the guy who just does nothing but bash the E. But they don't give me any reason to not do it. Like, what's my motivation to not talk smack about this company? There isn't any. Like you're you're offering me. You have an the only thing you advertise for Monday Night Raw. If I'm a ticket buyer and I go. The only thing that I know that's going to happen to this is Bobby Lashley's sisters are going to be on TV. My God! So I'm 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 scrolling through uh, the the sponsor Facebook for WWE Television, and on WWE's Facebook page, this doesn't really spoil anything. I don't think because I don't see any mute. But it says breaking news. This is a true headline. Spoiler. Sorry. I'll give you a second. <clears throat> that's fine. Breaking news, Kevin Owens reveals that he really likes Roman Reigns on WWE Raw. That's that's the statement. They emphasize really. So I'm like, what does that mean? Where are they going with that? And why is that a headline? Hashtag fake news. Let's throw in the towel, Ryan. Let's throw in the towel. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sending us off. Can you see by the dawn, early light? Do you even want to talk about SmackDown? Do you want to do our... <laughs> I feel dirty listening to this more so than talking about SmackDown. We got Cian Almas, though, in about eight seconds. Yeah, I went one star on that, but it's not, not anything bad against Almas. It's just the match wasn't anything. Uh, Woods and Biggie defeat the bar, went two and a half. Becky Lynch defeats Mandy Rose and Sony Deville in another triple threat qualifier. I went two and three quarters. Uh, then Nakamura beats Styles. I actually went three and a half. I, I really liked the this match. This was a good but... match. This was a fun match. Uh, again, four times in what a month and a half, and uh, but this was oh was this their better match? I I don't know. Backlash is still good <laughs> minus the ending, but this WWE was with close. Kurt Angle and four others. Demetrius <laughs> 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 said, "I'm gonna stop listening to WrestleCast if y'all start talking WWE." LOL. F that E. 
a man in his workplace pissed off right now. <laughs> Kevin Owens reveals that he really likes Roman Reigns. On what does that <gasps> mean? <gasps> You're gonna hate it. I'm watching this Bobby Lashley segment right now. You you might you might have a heart attack. <laughs> Do you remember back in the day on WrestleCast we had this segment called this? I think this is the appropriate thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Flip Gordon ain't over. He is over, actually. (laughs) I thought about that. I just said saying Flip. Oh, my God. Shout out to Sportscast Radio. My God. Look, do you have five guys that you want to send on an excursion that it would help? Send them all. I don't care either. Alex, what do you got coming up Wednesday? I'm done. I'm I'm gonna go get tacos. What, what's coming up Wednesday? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> we have three weeks before Money in the Bank. How about this? We watch two or five live and and NXT this week, and we'll talk about that next week. Hey, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is gonna be in the booth for NBC next year, starting July first. What? <laughs> oh, um, what am I Wednesday? Uh, on the Pop Culturist Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, we'll talk a little Deadpool 2 um, and a bunch of other movies that I saw. Uh, Proud Mary is, my God, that was horrible. But Deadpool 2, um, albeit not better than The Avengers, uh, a pretty damn fun film. Deadpool 2. Greater than every superhero movie it was ever a, made. It was the perfect Deadpool movie. It was better than the first, I would say. It emphasized every Deadpool, everything Deadpool in in a movie. I, I thought it worked perfectly. When when spoiler alert, I'm giving you guys ten seconds to turn this off if you don't want to know anything about Deadpool. I think I went ten seconds. Spoiler time. When he shot the Deadpool from the Wolverine Origins oh, movie. Oh, that was great. I stood up and gave a standing ovation in the theater and proclaimed this as the greatest Marvel movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that whole scene was, oh, my God. But check it out and Wednesday then, at night, 8 p.m. Yeah. Here on uh, Tomorrow night, 10.10 p.m. tomorrow night, we have Stephen Kubitz on from Buffalo Down talking Buffalo yeah. uh, on the... The football preview, as always. Then at 11 p.m. Central Time, uh, Rich Cardinal. Uh, Cardinal. We'll just say Rich is coming on from VegasHockeyNight.com, talking the Stanley Cup Western Conference uh, opposition with the Las Vegas Golden Knights. And then all of a sudden, or all, all of a sudden, then as well, um, Chase uh, from BoltsByTheBay.com will be coming by to talk Tampa Bay Lightning and the assumption that they win tonight. And that's our Stanley Cup matchup. Because if they lose, might have a little bit of an awkward interview. Awkward. Eleven twenty. Uh, then we'll have to get a Capitals guy maybe later. Otherwise, but uh, Vegas at eleven, Bolts at eleven twenty. Talking Stanley Cup, talking playoffs. Buffalo Bills at ten ten. Uh, we may still get another football. We got a lot. It, tomorrow's show is going to be so jam packed. We're talking playoffs, NBA as well. We're talking more on the legalized gambling as well because it's it's. I can't wait for it to get started. Um, as Cleveland going to come back and win? 
Uh, here's the thing is Boston hasn't lost at home in the, in the postseason. So I could see it going seven games where Cleveland goes three and, you know, loses all four in Boston, but wins all three in Cleveland. That's what happened against Milwaukee. So after last I, night's castration or game, game three castration is Houston pretty much done. I got to see him lose one more time. But Steph Curry channeled two time MVP Steph Curry last night. I mean, he was yeah. He was hit thirty foot three. So we got a lot to talk about tomorrow. Um, Thursday, I don't know if we have a soda sound. If he's, it might still be on hiatus. Alex, what is your thoughts Thursday night women's draft? If I'm not seeing solo, aye aye, Captain. Oh, I forgot about solo. Okay. Thursday night or Saturday night, you're getting the women's draft. We'll get it posted. Also, uh, standing eight count will be up the other night from those, uh, either Thursday or Saturday. So we'll be rocking and rolling with it. Um, Alex, yeah. if you're going to go Thursday night, then we won't do the show because then I will go see solo. If you're not going to see solo, I will skip solo, and we will rock out our women's draft. So you'll get it in the next few days here. Um, Demetrius has already hung up. He stopped listening. He doesn't even care anymore. That's what happens when we're going to be. We don't want to kill our ratings any worse. We're going to let y'all go. We'll be back next week. More news and rumors. We have more Super Juniors to talk. Hopefully it takes up most of the show because I think we'll have about four or five shows to review. So I cannot wait for myself, Alex Mello. Next week, episode 75. Get to another milestone. Catch us Thursday night or Saturday night. We will get you the details. Women's fantasy draft, super booking, straw poll will be out. We can't wait. Have a good one. See you guys.